Okay, I think we're good to go. Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. We are uh, joining again by Geoffrey uh, on the RDR show. It's been exactly a year, my friend. Can you believe it? No, I can't. It's been a while. I think the last time was, like you said, EV vehicles. Right. That was that was like December 30th last year. Um, and uh, t- and uh, today is December 30th. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Right. Funny how things go, uh, come out. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I've been uh, doing my personal podcast, uh, the uh, book podcast, 100 Books a Year with Kevin Wan, and then you've been doing... Oh, yeah, how's your uh, YouTube channel going? Do you want to do it's a good, plug? Do you want to do yeah, a, a I, plug? Yeah, Yeah, I started a YouTube channel. Um, it's about MMA. Uh, it's it's more of a... Nah, it's more like video, short segment, like 5 to 10 minute videos. Uh, but I just talk about MMA, and it's called Double Jab MMA, if you guys want to check it out on YouTube. Um I was trying to film a video during, before the end of the year, but my MacBook doesn't run, um, uh, what's it called? iMovie anymore. I need to get a new computer, sadly. Ooh, new MacBook alert? Yeah, that's in the plans, for sure. I want to get the Pro M1 chip, probably, for uh, 2022, so. The 14-inch? Um, I think 13, because I think they should 15. Okay. Uh, either, either, I think 13's fine, and then. Just the M1 chip would be would be perfect. Cool, yeah. I have the uh, M1 chip for like work. Uh, Thirteen is actually really good. The battery is life good? is amazing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're here to talk about crypto. Joffrey uh, reached out a couple of days ago, uh, saying that he wants to get into it. I was like, great, because like as my, I'm a business nerd. I'm a crypto nerd. Uh, I kind of don't want to get left behind by the crypto wave, so I've been trying my tr- uh, trying my best to do some research on it, and then uh, let's talk about it today. So let's do it. So let's. I'm more of the laggard, you know, like in the spectrum of like the purchasing, the buyer's <laughs> journey. I'm like at towards the end. I guess towards the middle when everyone jumps on. That's kind of me. So yeah, I think that's a good approach, right? Like you want the early adopter to like crash and burn first and then you can go in after doing your research right like there's nothing wrong with it i think i i think the most important part is you're curious about it right like you want to know more you're not just disregarding it right so that's always good like you know like if you want to put money in there or not like it's really up to you i do your own research but um that curiosity is always good in my opinion so okay cool so uh before we dive into some concrete topics, right, uh, Joffrey, I, uh, I have some, you have some questions for me. Let's just say that this is not financial advice, right? <laughs> this is not investment uh, advice. And um, everything that I say or, or uh, Joffrey says, and uh, please do your own research before you put your own money into this stuff, right? Uh, we are not financial investor. We're not crypto holders. Well, I am, but we're not like crypto pumpers, if you may. Uh, so Joffrey, uh, same thing to you. Like you know, uh, do your own uh, research uh, during a break, and then uh, happy to talk about anything that you have questions on. So oh sure. yeah, no definitely, and I second that as well. I'm just here to learn as much as I can about it because I think um, I know the basics too, but I really don't know anything in depth. So that's how I want to talk to you about the uh, the crypto scene. Sure. Let me just kick us off with one one question, right? Like, what makes you like send me that text? Like, what kind of like you know, a spark your interest uh, in the beginning? Yeah. So originally, like, I, I had um like um, some extra money from this year from 
uh, the, you know, the Christmas bonus and just kind of saving up. And it's just been sitting there and I've been just like thinking about what to like spend it on. Mm-hmm. And originally I was thinking about clothes <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I can wear clothes for a year, six months. And then it's, and then I buy another one. And then my next thought was like, yeah, I can buy more electronics so mm-hmm. I can get it. But then it's like, no, I have a MacBook. I can wait. And then I was like, why don't I invest more in like stocks, right? Because I have stocks. Right. Um, and I have mutual funds. So I'm like, I can either do mutual funds more into my retirement. I can do individual stocks. Or I can start doing crypto, which I've never done before. But I've I've always been kind of curious. And so that's why I kind of wanted to just message you to see if stocks are better or if like crypto is better. Because I really don't know um, much about it. If it works similar, if it doesn't work similar to stock. Uh, do you buy and hold? Do you sell? You know, just kind of how it all works. Because there's so many different types of crypto too. Great. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's dive right into this, right? So I think we talked about this before, right? So so like uh, tell me about your situation. Do you just want to do like a one-time thing? Maybe you have like a couple hundred bucks where you're feeling like this is like a long-term investment or you kind of feel like let me just get my foot in the door first and then kind of ride the crypto market a little bit uh, and then decide later. I kind of want to put in the door, okay. like I want thing and just hold. I don't uh, be on my toes and trying to see if I should sell, if I should buy. I want to hold, and then hopefully, I know it can potentially blow up like Bitcoin did. You know, I don't know how how much right now, but uh, if I can, fifty thousand roughly. Fifty thousand, yeah, for one mm-hmm. right Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I could jump on early, it's like you know you never know if it's going to be the next Bitcoin. Um, I my uh, I think years ten years how much was it, like ten dollars or something? Yeah, so a uh, Bitcoin has been around uh for more, a little bit more than ten years now. Um, it's probably hitting its stride, I want to say a few years ago. So probably just start uh going up and up and up. So, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then I heard Elon Musk say that Dogecoin is the one to buy yesterday in a tweet or something. So I'm curious. Sure, like, let's let's uh, touch on what? that. Okay, cool. So, so let's not get uh, not get into different coins or Bitcoin and whatnot first. Let's just say, um, if you just want to get your foot in the door, I think that's totally cool, right? Um, you know, uh, maybe drop like a couple hundred bucks in there, um, and I probably like for for me, that's kind of like my read on the situation right now is we don't really have a good quote unquote regulated vehicle for crypto uh there might be a bitcoin etf coming next year at 2022 do you know what an etf is yeah it's uh it's similar similar to an index fund but not necessarily it's a little different yeah so it is a little bit more uh, specialized and then uh it is a little bit more cheaper to trade um so uh canada already has a bitcoin etf and um, I think that is probably the easier way to go. But um, right now, I just don't see any, I don't have that money in right now, but I just don't see any ways that we can, quote unquote, like have five, $600,000 worth of Bitcoin in a certain area that I feel good about, right? Uh, I mean, doing something with it, not just putting it in like a hardware wallet and whatnot. So I'm personally, um, I'm, um, I'm still doing uh, regular investing, uh, index fund investing. And then for like Bitcoin, I'm just trying to keep a watch on the regulatory uh, framework and to see which 
which app or which function can have more approval. So I can kind of like put my money in there long term. So let's say the Bitcoin ETF got approved, let's say next year, I'm definitely going to start putting some money in there um, just to kind of like see the market and have like a long term perspective because that one has already been proving out legally. Do I make sense? Yeah, no, it does. So and go ahead. Yeah. So an ETF just remind me again, is that a combination of stocks? Yeah. So, okay. so, so an ETF essentially is, is, um, I don't exactly know how they work, but they track closer to the market compared to a mutual fund. So you own a couple uh, funds, right? Like let's say like a total market index fund, right? They are, they are usually lagged behind the real market movement, right? So they need to make trade, let's say a few hours uh, after to match the movement of the um, market where ETF is a little bit more targeted and it's a little bit more tax efficient. So, and then, right. so, so like right now, like somebody can go buy and tech investing ETF or, or like somebody can go buy a space related ETF, right? Where a mutual fund is more like, okay, give me 20 boring companies and let's, and let's do this <laughs> kind of a thing. So, yeah. okay. So, so the point is, is I'm kind of in your, uh, in the same boat as I have a few different things going on in a, in a crypto right now, but I'm. I'm still in the dabbling phase because I don't really know if there is a proper uh, quote unquote legal slash long-term way to uh, do this. Uh, I, I think we will have them down the line, but as of right now, uh, end of year 2021, I'm, uh, I'm still doing my, uh, doing most of my investing, uh, in the uh, mutual funds and, uh, robo investing and then have some money in, in the crypto market. So. No, so that makes sense. So you won't have like your total investment all in crypto. No. You're saying you have a small portion right now, uh, let's say like 5% uh-huh. to 10% in it. And then you're kind of more waiting for the ETF next year to invest heavily in like uh, more of your investment, right? Right. Just to put in more okay. more money into it, right? So, uh, okay. and and we can get into custody, right? Like Bitcoin custody, uh, uh, like a bit a bit later, but right now, you, you can either buy the Bitcoin on a hardware wallet uh, and do nothing with it, <laughs> right? That's called cold storage. Um, I'm kind of leaning into the way of, hey, like if I want to get into this, there's an entire industry of crypto lending. And so you can actually get yields from it. So I am a firm believer that if I own my Bitcoin, I need to lend it out, <laughs> right? So I can... Yeah. So I can generate, I don't know, six, seven percent, whatever that is giving me, and 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 it's being the it's being the inflation, right? So 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 right now I don't see a app that is reliable enough to say, make me comfortable to put five hundred k on there or in the future, right? Like, but I still have a couple uh, lending options going on right now, but the like the thing is I don't own the asset that they're lending out. I'm just claiming ownership to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does. So when you say like a hard, did you say a hardware? A hardware wallet, yeah. So it's like a USB drive. Oh, so you hold it like sort of, in a way, not like physically, so you own the USB. Yeah, so so that is actually something that I I might do next year. So there is uh, a hardware company called um, Ledger. 
Have you heard of Ledger before? Ledger? Yeah. I haven't, no. Okay. So Ledger is like probably the number one or the number two uh, hardware wallet out there. Um, they're going to come up with a debit card next year <laughs> where you can actually transact your, uh, your uh, Bitcoin. Mm. I think that will be a game, uh, a, a, like a game changer. Um, mm-hmm. Like personally, I don't think that you should spend an asset that like is rapidly going up in value because like when you like say use your Bitcoin to buy a Tesla and then the next day Bitcoin go up, then you just lost money right there, right? But, yeah. But 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 right now, as I'm saying, we're so early in the um, ecosystem, so I might get a Ledger wallet next year and then just buy some Bitcoin there, kind of just hold it. So like in a nutshell, I want to maybe in the future get some Bitcoin so I can hold it in cold storage and get some Bitcoin where I can lend it out safely and maybe do like a Bitcoin ETF long term. So I'm like triple dipping in that uh, regard. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And what they lend it out. So, is that sort of how you increase the um, value of it, and then you, you make interest over it, or is it more like um, a stock where you buy one, like let's say one digital currency, and then you put it, it and it just grows in the stock? Does it work similar, or is it is it different? Yeah. So um, when you buy a stock, you own that, right? Like so, let's say you want to drop a thousand dollars in Amazon stock, right? So you own point. 0.8.9 stock right of Amazon and if your 0.8.8 uh, or 0.9 share of Amazon stock go up in value let's say the uh, Amazon hit 1800 right you still own that 0.8.9 share of you know Amazon stock but the value has gone up right mm-hmm. so similar concept here um, if you want to invest in like Bitcoin right you buy I don't know, 0.00010% of a, a Bitcoin, right? Um, right? You you own that, not not directly on Coinbase, but you know you own that somehow. And then if you want to lend it out, then you can make interest on that. So let's say if you buy $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, let's say uh, uh, like a company can give you 7% of interest lending your Bitcoin out then you own that Bitcoin. So the Bitcoin itself is appreciating in value and you're making interest on them. And every single month, they're going to give you back Bitcoin too. So that is a good way, in my opinion, to compound long-term. Okay. But, so who, go ahead. Who do you, so who do you lend the, your coin to? Do you lend it to the banks? Or are you, in, the, in a way, the bank? And people are using your coin and then you're... You're getting back more. Yeah, that is essentially what why I'm so bullish on the whole uh, crypto slash uh, D, uh, DeFi, right? De- decentralized finance. That's why I'm f- so bullish on it. The reason is, is that you essentially become the bank, mm. right? If you own Bitcoin, either uh, directly on a hardware or indirectly, you become the bank, right? So there are a couple of ways that we can do this now. Um, so this is what I want to like warn you guys and warn you. They are currently under uh, U.S. Uh, government uh, scrutiny right now, um, SEC. I don't think they're doing anything bad because I've uh, I've done my research on it. But they could be shut down, let's say, by the end of next year. Like who knows, right? 
What? Who Bitcoin? No, no, not not Bitcoin. What uh, what I mean is the lending, uh, the lending um, uh, app or the lending uh, institution. So right now, I I'm I'm currently using a uh, platform called BlockFi. Mm -hmm. I can send you the link and uh, one out later. So okay. um, so I've done my research. So there are kind of a two or three different uh, platform. I think one is BlockFi, one is Gemini, and then another one. I don't remember, but there, there, uh, there's other different platform that you can, like buy USDC, buy buy a stable coin, and then uh, lend it out and whatnot, right? So there's different ways of doing this, but I just choose BlockFi because it, uh, they have a good app on the phone, and then you, I can just look at it and whatnot. So, okay. so what they do is they have a a, a slush fund uh, for running the business, and then when you purchase Bitcoin from them, and then they will. Uh, able to loan it out for a uh, hedge fund to use for some kind of a transaction to use and then for them to like you know borrow your bitcoin they give you a, a certain percentage in return i think for bitcoin at blockfi i don't remember it's between five to seven percent so so um but the caveat here is they are not officially sec approved um so like they are, uh, they are currently like you know like some states don't want them to operate in, so they're currently fighting like a state by state battle right now, which I'm keeping an an uh, eye on. But so far, uh, they've been just they have been just extending the the uh, cease and desist order right before it was uh, like October this year. Now they push it to December, and now now they're pushing to February next year. Right. Uh, so, so if if let's say BlockFi gets approved, then I'm going to increase my my funding there after that because of the fact that I can right. do capital gains on the appreciation, and I can also get the money back from lending as well. So you can you can do it all from there. You can you can lend from BlockFi, but can you buy it as well digital mm -hmm. currency from BlockFi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. That is. So it's not like you can I buy it from Fidelity and Schwab or no, I would have to get one of these um did you say digital wallets or is that what they're called? Yeah. So so with a Fidelity, um they they are very active in a crypto conversation right now. Um I think they will join the game, but so far they are not in the game. So okay. the only way that you can get uh, crypto exposure like I'm talking about before the Bitcoin ETF, like if the Bitcoin ETF gets approved next year, then you can get it easier. So there's uh, there's this fund called uh, GBTC, uh, called Grayscale Bitcoin Fund. You can get it on Fidelity there. But again, you are exposing yourself to counterparty risk because you don't own the Bitcoin directly, right? Makes sense. Okay. So, but the caveat here is they're charging you 2%. So that is a big caveat. So that's why I'm personally not not doing it through a brokerage because, like, yeah, with um with the low cost um index fund, like the charge are usually 0.28 or even 0.0005 percent. Yeah, two percent high. Two percent. It really takes a chunk out of your growth every single year if you're thinking about compounding long term, and then you cannot lend it out, <laughs> right? You. You yeah. you cannot make that seven seven uh, percent every single year. So you're essentially whatever Bitcoin is doing. Like uh, let's say Bitcoin rolls twenty five percent, you are getting twenty three percent, which is not bad. But like why do it that way? 
So. And you don't own it too. And you don't own it too, and then you have to pay taxes on it because it is just a regular fund, right? I think that's why there's there's so much management fee because they need to translate that into a tax form that that if you sell it, that it's gonna give you like a tax bill or something. Okay, so let's say I wanted to to buy some coin. How much is like Dodge coin, for example? How much is one coin? Okay, so 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 now let we are going into this. Uh, what where you should put your money in, right? Yeah. yeah. So just tell me right now. If you have like a hundred bucks or whatever, right? if you have like a thousand bucks, what what coin or what asset do you want to buy right now? I don't know because I don't know any of the coins. You but you so, know Dogecoin, right? I know Dogecoin. That's it because Elon okay. Musk mentioned it. And okay. I know, uh, I, uh, I know Bitcoin. Okay. But other than that, I don't really. I'm not too familiar with the other coins. Okay. Um, so here's my advice. Uh, again, I, I'm a big um, Elon fan. Right? I love everything that he does. Um, I I will personally not put a cent into Dogecoin. <laughs> um, okay. um, here's a couple of reasons, right? Um, first of all, um, the Dogecoin, it got started by a jokes, right? Like they got started by, uh, oh yeah, like, you know, I'll, on like Reddit, right? Like, oh yeah, you made a good post, Joffrey. Let me let me tip you five thousand Dogecoin, which was like point zero 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 one cent, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, Musk and other people start to like hyping it up, and you are seeing its pure high value right there. So, if you have let's say twenty bucks, you say, hey, it's my birthday, I don't care. Let's buy twenty bucks worth of uh, Dogecoin. Sure, go ahead, right? But to really understand the impact of crypto or DeFi, I don't recommend Dogecoin, to be honest. Okay. So, does that make more, sense? It's more, it started off as a meme thing, right? Yes, yes. And then now now I think they, are, they have like a Shiba Inu uh, <laughs> or like something. Um, but it's it's the same thing. It's it's just doggy coin, right? It, 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 it's a different variation of it. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. So how do you how do you determine what's a good coin? Like, what, so, what is it? Like, how do you measure that? Yeah. So I don't want to. Can you hear my dog barking? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We're we're just uh um two people uh, uh chatting about crypto right now. So um. What I see right now is typically how much people are talking about it and what kind of a usage that they have in it, right? So um, right right now, I'm dabbling into a few currency. I have Bitcoin. We can dive into different things um, if you want. I have a fair bit of uh, ETH, um, ETH uh, Ethereum, and then I have a little bit of Solana. And I have a little bit of uh, sushi swap. I think there's a little bit of car uh, Cardano's in there. So the way that I evaluate different coins or different cryptocurrency or the technology behind them is to see what kind of a usage that they have. Okay, this might be a little bit more like a foreign uh, foreign language to you because you've never really dive into it. Um, yeah. For example, right? Um, e, uh, how much you know about Ethereum? I've heard of them. That's it. Okay. So 
Ethereum, let me just give you a crash uh, crash coins, right? So um, they were actually the first cryptocurrency that actually have a well-known founder. Uh, Bitcoin's founder is uh, Satoshi Namakoto or something, <laughs> right? Nobody knows who he is or who she is or are they a group, right? Oh. So with Ethereum, they actually have a known founder. And then the Ethereum blockchain is based off of a proof of works. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, proof of work. Uh, you know, uh, uh, let's say a validation. So um, right now, most of the um, NFT. Have you heard of uh, um, uh, NFTs and blockchains and whatnot? I've heard. I've heard of NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the NFTs are operating on top of the Ethereum network. Okay. So, so in a sense, like it depends on how deep you want to go into this like rabbit hole, right? So, so the reason that Ethereum is like going crazy right now, I think in the beginning of uh, this year when I first got it, it, uh, it was like fourteen hundred. Now they're at four four thousand. Um, so the reason that you see that spike is because of the background blockchain technology is getting better, and it's getting well adopted. Now, have you heard about uh, Solana? I haven't. Okay. I think I think I've heard it mentioned, but no, not really. Yeah. So. Uh, the like the reason that uh, Solana has seen a spike this year, um, it's because their blockchain technology is more efficient than than um, Ethereum. Mm. So so um, because I I actually just did this. I I tried to buy buy a, an um NFT a couple months ago. Uh, I so I bought Ethereum from Coinbase. I transferred in, uh, into my wallet. The gas fee. Do you know what a gas fee is? I don't. It's I just don't trans, a fancy name for transaction fee. Okay. So I bought two. That's, huh? That's a, that's, that's a fun name, the gas fee. Yeah, the gas fee. Okay. I was getting gas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you need gas to drive the car. So right. So, okay. so, so because the Ethereum system is so inefficient, the, the blockchain is getting so much demand, the gas fee is huge. So... Okay. Just give you some perspective, right? I want to buy this um, NFT. I still haven't bought it yet. Um, it costs roughly five hundred bucks. So I put two hundred bucks, you know, through Coinbase Pro, and then I get it to a wallet. I I I have to wrap it for some reason. So there's like two separate transaction. I lost like forty five bucks. <laughs> uh, right. So hey, so 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 for for Solana. That solves the problem because they are not using proof of work validator right now. I know this just sounds like um, foreign language to you, but the thing about uh, Solana is uh, more efficient and a faster way of doing things on the blockchain. Okay. So, so right now, e, um, Ethereum is hitting scale, but there's a new competitor in the rare. That is Solana. So okay. with, with a Solana... It just hit a stride, you know, uh, a couple months ago, and then um, I think it was like ten bucks, twenty bucks before, and then now they're like two hundred something or one hundred something. Um, so, so, so my point is, is it's really based on the backend technology, and most mm -hmm. of the coins are. So, if you have something that you are feeling so strongly about, let's say Solana for me, then buy it, right? But if you don't have them, that's totally fine. Just get Bitcoin. It is the yeah. easiest way to like do about to uh, go about this. Gotcha. Okay. So 
I need a digital wallet. You don't need it. You you need a digital wallet if you want to do cold storage, if you want to actually own it. Interesting. So if I don't actually own it, where is it going to be stored then? Yeah. So, so uh, typically uh, it's going to be in the company's um, you know vault, uh, vault or something, right? So if you buy on like Coinbase. Yeah. Um, you don't actually own it. Um, if you want to buy uh, a Square on a Cash App or on Venmo or on um, BlockFi, you don't actually own it. Right? So so um, you can, if you want, buy like a Ledger, right? And then uh, use their, their network to get Coinbase, uh, to get Bitcoin on the uh, flash drive. But if you want to go into like DeFi or just want to like, you know, uh, write a market, right? Just say, say, uh, let me toss like 200 bucks onto BlockFi or onto Coinbase Pro and just see how they will perform. Then it doesn't really matter. Just uh, throw it on there and then just see what happens. Okay. Okay, interesting. So there's multiple ways to do it then. Yeah, yeah. So like, again, like it really depends on what is your approach, right? Like for me, like the end goal is I want to have some in, um, you know, Bitcoin uh, ETF uh, for London Pony, I want to get something for like maybe most of it for like uh, lending and and uh, actually owning it in like a, a hardware wallet. Like the ideal situation is everything will be combined into one thing, right? Right. So is that I can actually own maybe like they will give me like a flash drive, like if I can own something and then I can lend it out and I can get it back in, uh, into that flash drive, right? Mm-hmm. That will be the holy grail of like right. DeFi, but right now nobody does it. Like Coinbase doesn't do it, BlockFi doesn't do it. So I'm sure somebody will come in and then disrupt the market, but it's just like up in the air right now. So let's say you so let's say you own the digital currency, what can you do with it? You can lend it like you said, mm-hmm. you can buy things. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, like how do you buy something from, from let's say you wanna buy a car and uh, a digital currency, like how do you do that? You cannot, unless the uh, vendor does if uh, does allow it, right? I, okay. I think a few months ago, a Tesla, right, was uh, was uh, accepting Bitcoin, and then uh, Elon Musk shut it down because of citing uh, environmental con- uh, con- uh, concerns, right? Like mining Bitcoin is is costing too much environmentally, I- so. You gotta explain that after you finish what you're gonna say because that's sure. That's how do you mine uh, digital currency? Sure. That's yeah, yeah. So, so uh, to uh, to uh, answer your question about payment, crypto like like the full name is cryptocurrency, right? But essentially, right now, there's not much currency part right there, right? It's it's all crypto, right? So what that mean is, you have uh, crypt, you have crypt, uh, cryptography, you have uh, blockchain technology, you have uh, DeFi tag, uh, technology, those things combine the crypto part. But currency part, if you want to spend it, you cannot do it just yet. But if the ledger, if the hardware company, hardware wallet, if they come up with a debit card, that might be an option, right? So if you want to use it, great. Uh, and uh, also uh, BlockFi actually uh, has a new credit card right now where they can give you Bitcoin in return as your uh, reward. That's good. Yeah, that so, is really good. So if, you, if they did come out with a debt, like a, did you say debit card or credit card? 
So right now, the uh, BlockFi offers you a credit card. So instead of getting like points and whatnot, you can get Bitcoin. Um, I don't have one right now. I'm thinking about it <laughs> because I want to see BlockFi getting cleared by the SEC first before I get my credit card with yeah. them. But um, Le uh, Ledger is coming up with a debit card. So let's say yeah. if you want to buy $20,000 of Bitcoin, you can actually use it. Like whether you should use it, it's a different conversation, but you can actually use it with a debit card. So it converts it. So one Bitcoin will convert to the US dollar amount. There, there, yeah, there has to be some kind of a conversion uh, with the yes. crypt, uh, with the Bitcoin rate at that time. I'm thinking that's that's how they kind of do it, right? To to like to like come to a convert crypto Bitcoin prices or Ethereum pr uh, prices to that day in fiat and then pay it that way. Interesting. Okay. But I, but I don't know what a kicker is because that that sounds like a lot of work. So there might be a kicker in the back, but like do your own research. But I'm just saying that right now, DeFi is going to take over the world. I think uh, Mastercard, Visa, like those people that 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 like charge you two percent per transaction, those day has passed. Mm -hmm. Like DeFi is so close to a disruption right now that we should be able to see a huge uptake in DeFi in the next few years, meaning you should be able to transact with it, you, sh you should be able to pay people with it, you should be able to Venmo people Bitcoin, and I can do it with you now, but like the thing is, is the gas fee is kind of high, right? So, right. So, so, so my point is, people are always saying, oh yeah, like what if Bitcoin falls? But if you can actually use Bitcoin for, for something, then, there's more usage and the price has to go up. There's no way around it, <laughs> right? Like the right. price has to go up. Like when, when people have actual usage uh, uh, around it, then it has to go up, so. That makes sense. That, and, and, and so the people give it value, essentially. Yeah, of if course. If people are, because I saw, I think a guy in Utah is trading his house for Bitcoin, right? Yeah. So people are giving it value and that's why it's increasing, essentially. Yeah, of course, right? So, so so if you want the best anti-inflation, uh, anti-inflationary uh, anti asset, it's going to be Bitcoin. Like, there's no question about it. So, because okay. that's like the main one right now. Yeah. That people are using. Is that the only one that's like um, that you see growing, or do you see other ones growing as well? Yeah, uh, um, other ones are like growing all the time, and then crypto, like it is a lot of fud, right? Fear, uncertainty, and 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 and, and stuff. So. So if you really want to approach it as a, as a long-term investor, I recommend you start with Bitcoin because it is the most solid hard money, right? It can only have 21 million out there. There's no inflation. Even like Ethereum, like, like Ethereum is a lot more advanced from a, a, te a technological you know, standpoint compared to Bitcoin. But yeah. Bitcoin is sound money, like that is the whole thing. It's like digital gold. With with like with Ethereum, like they did have problem before with um, hard forking. Uh, I know that sounds like a different language to you too. Uh, pretty much means that they are they have like a they have like a security risk, and then they have like you know like debase and then come back again. Do like a two 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 different um, uh, blockchains uh, east. Uh, is uh, cash and then a regular ease, but that's another story for like an, another day. But 
Bitcoin is the only one that we know passes all the tests of combating fiat currency. So, okay. do you know what fiat currency is? Because I did not know before. No. Okay, so do you know that money are usually gold, right? Thousands of um, years ago, and then carrying gold, right? Like you know, say, hey, I want to give you two ounces of gold, and I ha- I have to cut it for you, right? That just become a lot of burdensome. So mm-hmm. we develop paper notes for the gold. So that is called paper money because like paper money is based off of gold. And then in 1971, uh, Richard Nixon created a fiat currency for uh, U.S. dollars, meaning that it has no uh, peg to the uh, to gold at all. So it's like the government can print however much money they have, which we got in this pretty horrible macroeconomic condition right now, right? Printing money and market going down, whatnot, right? So Bitcoin is the perfect fourth al- um, alternative to gold to paper money, and to fiat currency, and, and especially to fiat currency right now. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting, okay. So, how do you mine, like, uh, let's say Bitcoin, or just like a cryptocurrency, like, how does it, and why is it damaging the environment? Because I don't get that. It's That's not. It just, uh, I, I, I think Elon is just trying to find a way to, like, not accept Bitcoin, to be honest. I think that's what his, you know, thing is. So, a couple months ago, right, they were citing environmental concern because of the amount of power that they use, but it's it's just a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of um, uh, nothing because when you have a Bitcoin farm or like a Bitcoin mining operation, um, you need uh, cheap power, right? You need uh, electricity. So a lot, like a lot of Bitcoin was, was actually mining in China before. Now they're mostly in U.S. because China banned Bitcoin mining, which is great for the U.S. But like the area that you see in China, they're, they're mining Bitcoin are usually closer to the dam, <laughs> right? Or, or they're, they are usually uh, paying corrupt uh, power plant um, official to get a cheap uh, power rating so they can get the most out of Bitcoin. So... I think like that's my uh, my opinion of it is it just whole whole lot of um you know um, nothingness and nobody questions oh how much power are we using every year for Christmas lights right mm. no nobody questioned that <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's 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 part of our festival uh, uh festibility but if you think about it you have lights outside eight hours a night for two months like how much are you wasting in power right. But nobody yeah. was talking about that. Like, oh yeah, Bitcoin is a new thing. Let's just knock them down and let's cite a power concern. Right. Okay. So I, I get that. I get why you said that now. Yeah. So, so in terms of the actual mining or creation of Bitcoin, how does that work? Like, what is what's the mining process? Like, so, is it just searching? Yeah. For it or like how? Yeah. So I'm not a I'm not a um, expert on, uh, on this, right? So this is not like a, exactly how they do it. So essentially, it's by solving a bunch of complex math problems. So, so uh, Bitcoin, the, the uh, validation process on the blockchain is called proof of stake. So what that means is, hey, Joffrey, right? You, uh, so uh, there's a, the uh, blockchain right here. And Joffrey, you claim you have $100 saved up in your hardware wallet. 
right? So your thing is, is, is on the blockchain. And I claim I have $200 on there, right? So the process of proving that is to do a bunch of, of validator math problem to prove that, right? So now that's called the proof of stake. Now with, with Ethereum, just want to do like a little bit of a side, uh, a, a, a side track. So they, so they mine with proof of work. So what I mean is, okay, so if I can see, okay, Joffrey, you done, uh, you've done this much work doing uh, this time, then great, right? So we can validate you have that amount on the blockchain. So think about this. So the proof of stake takes a lot of work to do it. And the proof of work takes a little bit less work off by doing it because there's a time slam, right? Because with a proof of stake, you have to say, okay, five years ago, did Joffrey do this thing? Or four years ago, they did did Joffrey do this thing? Three years ago, so like, it can go by a lot, right? So proof of work, it, it's really like focused on that time frame. And then, and then uh, Solana solved this problem. The reason why Solana is cheaper, I think the term is called proof of history. So they, they don't need to do the work to check other times. They, they, they just didn't have, no, okay, Joffrey, last year, the same time, did this, and we can validate it right there, right? So, okay. to, so to answer your, your like question, to mine Bitcoin, in the beginning, it's super easy. Like people can, can like mine, um, you know, I, I think that the number is like a couple trillion times easier than now. <laughs> yeah. So as we get closer to the 21 million total coin, the mathematical, the mathematical problem becomes harder because of the sheer volume. So an easier way to think about mining is you get rewarded by the amount of validation work that you can do on the blockchain. So I think in Bitcoin, I I don't know because I might get into Bitcoin mining. I I, I might not. There's, there's this company that, is, uh, that are selling uh, mining equipment right now that runs that cost me like $12,000, but I don't know about that just yet. So <laughs> we'll see. But Is it a computer? Yeah, it's like a little bit of a terminal thing. It had like a fan and everything that they sell for like 12000 I don't think they launched it just yet, but... Hey, like, like, so if I can... Let me know about it. Yeah, like if I can mine, like, one one block, I think Bitcoin rewards you, like, 10 Bitcoin or something. So... So, that's so interesting. Kind of confusing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, if you are not into this, it's, like, it's, it's kind of like a foreign language to you, right? So, so I thought Bitcoin was just, like, um, a PDF picture. No, that's that's, that's uh, NFT. That's non fungible token. It's a different thing. So, a Bitcoin is it is it like a math equation? So, look, how does Bitcoin look? There's no look of it. It's just a concept called called a Bitcoin, right? So, so like, um, a Bitcoin is essentially a currency that's off of that blockchain so like i said every work uh, everything is giving you value by the by the blockchain right? by the backward tag tag behind it so it's really getting diff, uh, de- differentiated by different blockchain let's say a uh, bitcoin or ETH. there's really not like okay what does bitcoin look at all that stuff so interesting yeah okay 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 that's interesting so 
you recommend that I do get in the Bitcoin game or the, the cryptocurrency game? So here's how I look at it, right? Um, you want to get in, sure. If you don't want to get in, that's fine too. Here's my my feeling of it is this stuff is the future. Like there's, there's no way around it, right? Um, Web3 is the future. DeFi is the future. And if you don't get educated enough to it, then you're going to get get like left behind. Like I'm not talking about just like, okay, like taking the, uh, taking the um, advantage, be like a Dogecoin millionaire. No, that's like gambling, right? But what I'm talking about is understanding the technology behind it and then really, really knows the difference between each of them. So whenever a situation come up that you need to be able to, let's say an investment opportunity or something, then let's say somebody needs 20 hours of research, right? And then if you already done that research to be familiar with the, uh, with the process, then you, sh- you, you should be able to seize opportunity right away. Right? Okay. So for me, I'm like, I, I don't care about Bitcoin. I care about the technology behind Bitcoin. I don't care about Solana. I care about the, the uh, technology behind Solana and how that compared to, let's say, Ethereum, right? Like the number can be Joffrey coin. Who <laughs> who cares, right? If if you have a technology that's going to be Bitcoin, then Joffrey coin is going to be more valuable than Bitcoin in 10 years. Right? Okay, that makes sense. So, so, yeah. so it's more about the tech behind it. But if you truly just uh, just want to like get your feet wet, then throw a couple hundred dollars on uh, Coinbase or on, on like uh, BlockFi, uh, ride the uh, ride the ups and downs, maybe like get your money double or triple in the next year or so. And then if you really find some technology that you really, really like, and then buy that version of the coin and then kind of just go about it that way. But okay. that's why I want to be be like cautious because Dogecoin have no technology behind it. <laughs> right? That makes sense. So, okay. I might, I, I might, go with BlockFi, but BlockFi doesn't have their own coin, right? They don't. They're they're just a platform. They're a platform. So if I went to BlockFi and I and I bought Bitcoin, I can hold it in, um, you said it was a hardware wallet. What was it? No, it's just on their uh, app. It's just on their uh, server. So, so but I won't, I won't physically own it, but I, I do own it. Or what, what happens if I buy it? Like, would, would it be just on the app? Yeah. The let's say I'm, yeah, uh, let's say I am BlockFi, right? Yeah. Let's say you want to give me five hundred bucks for point zero 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 however many point coin uh Bitcoin right, so I so I got yeah. your money, I got that same amount of Bitcoin, and then I can lend it out for you because you don't own it, <laughs> right? And then uh, depending on that action, I make a transaction fee, and then I pay that fee back to you as an interest. Oh, so that's how that's how you'll grow money essentially so they they will they will lend it to other people to use it hedge funds banks yeah okay and then you'll you'll accru- accrue interest in bitcoin based off the transactions okay. in bitcoin yeah. in bitcoin and so so if you only have a hundred dollars and bitcoin's fifty thousand dollars essentially you don't really have a lot of bitcoin right is it yeah. a percent of bitcoin you own yeah you you're just about point zero 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 one percent of of one whole Bitcoin, but that is still Bitcoin, right? But is is it is it would that be good to do? Yeah, because it's not the full Bitcoin, or is it like try I buy one? It doesn't uh, matter. Where I can buy it, one that's like worth twenty dollars. 
It doesn't matter. Like, like if you want to drop twenty bucks in a Shiba coin, I think you can own like fifty thousand Shiba coin, but those are worthless, <laughs> right? right? It just no, uh, it just depends on like how much you value. For me, the backend technology behind it, right? It's the uh, the uh, same thing with stock, right? Like if you buy like fifty dollars of Apple stock. Like you still own a part of Apple, but you just own point zero 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 one percent of Apple. So you think it's still beneficial to own even at a small percentage than no owning nothing at all? Because in the end, it could grow. When do you think it's going to stop? Like, when do you think is Bitcoin going to cap? You think or no? You don't think so. So, so I'm I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, I think everything we should be in a moderate, like central perspective. Um, there are there are some uh, Bitcoin uh, maximalists saying that Bitcoin will uh, will hit six figures by the end of this year, which is not not likely or uh, middle of like next year, and we might reach somewhere around a million dollar per Bitcoin down the line. Uh, that is a lot of hype, <laughs> but. Um, I think what most people are thinking about the value equation for Bitcoin, uh, specifically, they're overthinking about it. Um, like they're like they don't understand it deep enough to like you know to 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 do a price price estimate because it's 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 a simple like economics problem, right? If uh, if you have a fixed uh, supply, twenty one million Bitcoin. You know, like if there's more stuff that's being done with it, there's more company is buying into it. Like you know, like uh, micro strategy, Twitter, right? Uh, Jack Dorsey is is like doing like you know a block right now, and like, that's his whole thing. Like his whole thing is Bitcoin, right? When Tesla, when when like you know a ledger hardware wallet is gonna accept Bitcoin as a payment method, then there's going to be more demand of it, right? More demand with a fixed supply. What do you think is going to happen to the price? It's going to increase. Yeah, rocket. yeah, that is the only way, right? Like, is it going to go down and go down or go up? Yeah, of course, right? Like, um, everything is go through the the uh, a cycle, but most people are just overthinking it. In my view, is that you have a fixed demand. That is the kicker, right? That's a whole sales pitch for Bitcoin. Is if you understand how fiat money works, if you understand the backward challenge that we have right now in the US printing too much money right uh, too much debt Bitcoin solve all of that right and if you're not understanding it if you miss the train too bad for you right like you you just miss out the greatest invention of, of the 20th century right I think Satoshi Nakamoto is going to be regarded as the probably the most uh, like the world's most most memorable financier, even though he is like anonymous or she is anonymous or they're anonymous because this product really solves pretty much everything that modern finance cannot solve. If that makes sense. That does. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and, and when they created Bitcoin, the creator, they maxed it out at 21 million. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. So they, so you can't, it can't be inflated, right? No. Essentially, okay. That's interesting. So then, why did they create it? Like, what was the the, the idea behind it? Like, yeah. So, 
So before you invest in uh, Bitcoin, I recommend you just read a Bitcoin white uh, white paper. So you just Google Bitcoin white paper. You uh, you can you kind pull it up. Um, so yeah. there's there's also a book I like a like called the Book of Satoshi. You, you can get it on Amazon for like 10 bucks. It's really cheap. So essentially, the book of Satoshi kind of like took all the Satoshi's blog points, uh, blog posts, and then put it into a book. And then there's some um, commentary on that. So so essentially, the white paper, it's been a while since I read it, but um, it talks about this decentralized network of peer sharing version of the money. So what Satoshi saw 10, 12 years ago was that he he kind of predicted this whole fiat money's downfall, right? Like he created it right after the uh, the uh, house debt crisis in 08 or um, 09. So he kind of went through that and then he kind of figured, huh, there might be something that we can do where we can take away inflation, you know, in general. And more importantly, Give us another 21st century version of the gold that is gold from the money, uh, from a philosophical perspective, but we don't have to carry gold around, right? Without dealing with a physical object, that perspective. Right? So, read the white paper, definitely recommend it. It is a little bit more technical, like I'm going to say that, but um, understand that, you know, it is kind of like, how they come about with this whole uh, Bitcoin thing. So, so that's just so, it's just so interesting. Like the yeah. more, I, like, like the more I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check out the white paper because I want to learn more about it. But, um, so you said it's not what it's anonymous, the person or the group of people that created it are anonymous. Mm-hmm. Was it, where was it made? Is that like a Japanese or what is that? People say that it's like a, we are uh, we are person in uh, in uh, Japan. Um, there's there's different different a uh, series of who is uh, Satoshi, but uh, that person is still not known till today. And to be honest, like if like Bitcoin hits like I don't remember the number. If like Bitcoin hits like five hundred thousand per coin or like a million, then Satoshi will be the will be the first trillionaire of the world. Pretty much, because because in the uh, in the beginning, I think he only took ten percent of the all the Bitcoin out there. Uh, so he's like a secret billionaire <laughs> in Japan or like somewhere. But so the, he only owns, huh? He only owns ten percent of Bitcoin. Yeah. So think uh, about this, right? I think uh, think about this person. Think about this this group. Like the uh, the the amount of self control that they have, right? First of all, not selling it. And second of all, they can totally do, hey, like I created this, so I'm going to, you know, get half of it, right? Like they they did not do that, right? They only took 10% and then they've been holding on to it because the, the uh, blockchain shows that he never used it, he never transacted, he never touched it, right? So, so you can see that on, what's blockchain? Is that like the uh, stock market? What is that? Blockchain is the... It's just a ledger. It's just like a um, like an um, accounting book. So, okay. so when when like when you mine a block, right? Like uh, let's say if you're doing Bitcoin mining, 
your wallet will have a notion on the ledger saying, hey, Joffrey just, you know, like just validated this block and then we are rewarding him X amount of Bitcoin. Everything is transparent. Everything is decentralized. I can check it out and you can check it out. So nobody has saw Satoshi use any of those money yet. Think about it. Like Bitcoin going from cents to dollars to $500 to 50000 <laughs> Think about the self-control that that person has, right? So what does he do or what do they do? Like Who knows? Nobody knows. That's so crazy. That's I know. so interesting. I know. Like if... Like if I have something, like say if I create a Kevin coin tomorrow, <laughs> and then, and then it's going from like a couple cents to sixty thousand dollar per coin, and I own a couple million of them, jeez, I'm gonna want to uh, want to buy something with it. <laughs> yeah, a Tesla, right? Model. Right. So who knows? So, so Bitcoin, in terms of Bitcoin, you told me that uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, the value or the, the reason why you like to invest is the ones where they have the most technology. Does Bitcoin have any technology they've developed? <clears throat> or not really. It's just because Bitcoin is the first one to do it. They're the most valued. Bitcoin is the first one that hit scale. Um, so yeah. like I said, it's all about a validator uh, process. Uh, I can send you some podcasts about it so you can note, uh, know uh, uh, different things. But um, yeah, so the background technology is all blockchain based. But the thing is, is uh, Bitcoin is the first one, and Bitcoin is the first one that, that uh, that's ever hit scale. If you makes uh, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, that's very interesting. I'm definitely gonna do some research, but I think it's definitely something worth investing after kind of yeah. talking about you for sure. Yeah, because it is a booming market, and then like, why not, right? Just like toss five uh, five hundred bucks in uh, in there, have like a little a skin in the game, kind of like ride a market. And then, like, that will get you to do more research into ETH, into Solana. And um, I can send you uh, BlockFi information. I can send you the uh, BlockFi owner, uh, Zach Prince, like, talking about their uh, security. You can uh, listen to that. You can read the uh, uh, Bitcoin white paper. Uh, Oh, yeah. I will also send you a a blockchain class uh, taught uh, taught by the current uh, uh, SEC uh, director. So he actually taught a class at uh, MIT two years ago about blockchain technology. So I listened to that class. Uh, that class is amazing. So That's interesting. Yeah. If you can send it my way, that'd be great because I'd like to read about it. Um, I, I, I did want to ask, like, sure. what is D5? You said D5? So D5, D-E-F-I, meaning is decentralized finance. Okay. So what that means is like, I told you, right, uh, in my view, next year, we're going to see uh, a total disruption of the traditional banking system. So what that means is banks like Chase, banks like American, uh, Bank of America, uh, they're not going to go dis- go uh, disappear, but they're, they're going to take a hit. Um, so the reason is, is as we, as more people are getting into crypto, right, as more people are buying more assets, they... They want to be able to use it, right? They want to be able to transact with it. I uh, actually use it as a currency. So we're going to have that coming down the line. So that is the whole DeFi situation, which is another whole area that I'm really, really excited about. So um, that will be the future for sure. Is there a DeFi coin? <laughs> no, DeFi is a term. Oh, 
okay. Yeah, okay. so... So so the DeFi card is not a D, like I can't go to DeFi.com. No. So, so DeFi is a term. Card? No, there's there's not a card. It's like it, 